Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. I'm Linda Vino, and I will be your host for today. Our devotion, titled Adoration, takes us through the scripture found in Matthew 2, verses 1 through 2. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, We have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. God as a baby? Incredible. Not possible. A myth. A fantasy. These words are echoed through the chambers of the world by those who are tethered to the realm of sight. They believe only what they, in their humanness, can see and do. Unbelievers cannot understand the miracle of Emmanuel, God with us, because they are gods of themselves. Yet, look around. Our natural world is filled with tiny miracles. Remembering these tiny miracles can sometimes be hard to spot, but they are all around us. The poet Walt Whitman once put it, every moment of light and dark is a miracle. For example, the glass-winged butterfly doesn't look like an ordinary butterfly because it lacks the color scales on its wings that are found on other butterflies. This butterfly has translucent wings, making it appear as though its wings are made of glass, which provides a window of sorts into its tiny world. And then there's the composition of snowflakes. Out of billions and billions, no two snowflakes are exactly the same. Incredibly, snowflakes always have six sides, which is similar to the human fingerprint. And just as amazing is as the temperature drops, snowflakes become larger and more complex in design. Tiny miracles happening every moment of every day. A mystery, awesome, mind-blowing, possible, a reality. These words are the responses of believers who take God at his word when he spoke through an angel to a young virgin girl named Mary. You will conceive a son and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the son of the most high. In trying to understand this miracle, Packer quotes from the Athanasian Creed, Christ is God and man, yet he is not by the conversion of the Godhead into flesh, but by taking of the manhood into God. You see, Jesus didn't become a sinful man. He came unto man. Jesus is and always will be God, for whose sake dwelt among the flesh to teach, to heal, and to eventually die for our sins. That is the measure of God's love, a miracle. I have heard people try to explain to another person how much they love them, saying, I love you to the moon and back. Or they would spread their arms out wide and say, I love you this much. These proclamations are man's feeble attempts to explain their love for another. Not bad, just feeble. Even more difficult is to explain God's love for us. The Apostle Paul in his letter to the Ephesians desired to explain it as he prayed. May you, being rooted and established in love, have power to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know that love that surpasses knowledge. So as Packer states, these two aspects of God can only be formulated because the mystery of the incarnation and God's love for us is unfathomable. 
To formulate something is to express it in precise form, to state it definitely or systematically. So that's what the writers of the New Testament did, then by the leading of God's Holy Spirit stated it. Have you noticed that as you read the Bible, not one of the miracles was explained? The healing of the leper, giving sight to the blind man, having the crippled man walk. Jesus just said the word and it was done. And what about Jesus when he fed the 5,000? He knew that the crowd was hungry, having been listening to his words all day. Now the disciples' solution to the problem was to send people home. But Jesus had a different solution. He said, you feed them. With what? They asked. We'd have to work for months to earn enough money to buy food for all these people. See, they were looking at the problem from what they could do, not from what Jesus could do. Jesus then asked them, how much bread do you have? Go find out. After scouring the crowd, they came back with five loaves of bread and two fish. I bet they thought, we told you, Jesus, there isn't enough for everyone to eat. Jesus then took the five loaves and the two fresh fish, looked up to heaven and blessed them. Then, breaking the loaves into pieces, Jesus kept giving the bread to the disciples so they could distribute it to the people. There were even 12 baskets of food left over. A miracle. And not one disciple asked Jesus how he fed 5,000 people with just five loaves of bread and two fish. And neither did Matthew in his gospel try to explain it. He simply put down what he saw. He just formulated it. So if God's love and his incarnation cannot be explained, what does Packer suggest that we do? We shall be wise to remember this, to shun speculation and contendedly to adore. That's what the wise men did. Let's pray. Lord God, we are amazed at your miracle. We know that as we breathe, as we sit, as we listen, as we explore, as we go through life, go through our day, there are thousands upon thousands of miracles. God, would you help us to just present things to you knowing that your word and the power of your word will do everything including a miracle. God, we can't formulate it. We can't figure it out, but we trust in you knowing that you can do anything. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.